everyone and welcome to episode three of series three of What We're Watching, the podcast about all things television. I've been so excited about the new Waterloo Road reboot, so I decided to celebrate its return by having a few special episodes where I caught up with some legendary stars of Waterloo Road and found out exactly what they've been up to since they left the show. First up, I chatted to Lauren Drummond, who of course played Mika Granger from the very first episode up until the end of series three. And I found out all about the friendship she formed off screen, her favorite moments from working on the show, and why Mika didn't make a return in the new series. Could I start off by asking you a little bit about the new Waterloo Road? Because obviously the reboot came out last week, the, the 11th of yeah. now. Like, have you had a chance to watch it? Are you planning to watch it? You know, compare it to, you know, your yeah. OG series, see if it Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd spoken to Adam. I'd heard rumblings of it being made years ago, like a new... I knew some producers that were involved in it. So I sort of had an idea that it was coming back, but it wasn't going to be what it was, I think, at that mm. point. And now, obviously, it, it is, you know, the new show. It's all come to fruition and it's um, it's the new show. But I'd heard it was being made and then it went quiet. So I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know until it was announced that it was coming back. And then I spoke to Adam Thomas um, and he, like, told me bits that were going on. So I... Um, I knew that it was coming and then yeah of course I watched it yeah I watched it I watched the first episode um we um yeah I loved it and and I, I love that it's still although it's obviously a series in its own right now and all these new characters will become their own characters in their own right and this will be their series yeah I love yeah. and, and they you know they've got they'll have their own unique um identity for this new series but it definitely had sort of like the core and the ethos of the original series which I thought was brilliant but not like oh we're just repeating it all it was just 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 enough like a hint of it and um I mean obviously Angela's in it and she carries through that continuity but um but yeah just the the attitude of it and the originality and and um yeah I loved it I think I think it's so current I mean to be really fair I think it was always ahead of its time anyway. When yeah, we started yeah. it, I remember, I didn't know at the time, because I was 17, how sort of ahead of its time it was. It's only now things are, are coming, uh, things have come out, you know, the environment and um, the, like, the stabbings. And my, you know, Izzy got stabbed and, you know, all that that was happening when we did it, God, I don't know how many years ago, 16, 17 years yeah. ago. Um so it was always ahead of its time. So I have no doubt that it's going to remain um, current and and probably lead the way in talking about issues that need to be discussed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. And and with a young generation as well. Yeah. Right. You know, a whole new generation of people. Yeah. And they're the right people to tell that, you know, to tell that story. Because even though, you know, still think I'm young, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like I'm mid-30s now. And the, the issues that are affecting the generation now, of course, they affect us all, but they're right in the epicentre of it to, yeah. to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember how we used to, t- I, you know, I'd go home and talk to my mum and dad about issues and think that they knew nothing about it. And I think it's because, you know, at school, kids, are, my brother's a teacher, kids are talking about this stuff and, mm-hmm. Um, and it's great to see that reflected on screen. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've got to mention the first episode because, I mean, it kicked off with a bang. Chloe was killed, like, devastating. <gasps> I know. I mean, social media was then going wild because, obviously, then they had the funeral the next episode. Everyone was like, where's Mika? Where's Mika? Oh, my God. Did you get the call? Were you asked to come back for the funeral? Would you have? I mean, obviously, it would be nice to go back, and I would love to go back. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I, I imagine that they are trying to still keep keep it fresh. Yeah. And whether my character makes a return later down the line, I would love to. And yeah. you know, and I'm sure she would be. I always thought Mika would. She was so like the moral compass of things. I, I always thought that she would. She would go on to be something like a teacher or a a counsellor or politician or you yeah. something that made a difference in the world yeah um so I, don't, I think there's definitely it would definitely be relevant for her to come back um but but yeah I think they probably don't want the whole old cast back <laughs> because they're trying to make a new series yeah yeah, um, yeah. I'd, yeah I'd be very open to it <laughs> Good. Um, well I'm glad to hear because I for one would love it and actually it's funny I've been watching my sister was too young to have watched the like uh, the OG series so she hasn't watched like your series she hadn't seen me yeah. on screen or anything and I I put it on because they were obviously all on iPlayer and they've been on yeah. there since lockdown you know when it went wild again yeah. and I said to her we've got to watch it because you haven't seen Mika you've not even like seen Brett Izzy Lorna I was like these are legendary characters I mean yeah. I've always loved the show since I was like younger so I said to her you've got to watch it so we've been watching some episodes the last few weeks and she's obsessed now. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I was really shocked that so many people love the original series, especially mm. like the old, the younger ones. Because, I mean, but now I have I have watched bits back of the old series. Um, but I would have thought that they'd find it dated. I know the storylines weren't dated, yeah. but actually it do, it isn't when I watch no. it bits that I've watched back it just doesn't feel dated in a in a way that you know sometimes I watch things that my mum and dad have watched and yeah. you know years and years ago maybe it's because it's not that old but you can tell it's of a time whereas yeah. Waterloo doesn't feel like that it just no. feels very current yeah yeah no I completely agree and of course I've got to ask you about those series you know your time on the show because yeah. Mika had like so many things going on obviously like her mum Izzy was stabbed she, yes. I mean, protested in a tree in the school playground. Yes. Her sister yes. slept with her boyfriend. She had a pretty wild time there. Like, yes. it was quite mad. Was there anything that kind of stood out for you as being, like, a storyline or a particular episode that was just your favourite to film or be part of? Um, I, th I really enjoyed it when Tom came along, Brett, Tom Payne. Um, I really enjoyed, like, even, like now, yes. I understand, like, the class divide you know yeah. then I didn't I mean I live in London now so the schooling system is different it's not different but like there's lots of private schools whereas mm. where I grew up everyone just went to this local state school yeah. I went to the local state school. there was a private school and I and I used to go to summer camps there and I remember thinking wow this, yeah. this is a nice school um but I didn't fully understand like the 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 different like the class system yeah. um between you know private school and state school and and me but Mika did <laughs> Mika really had a sense of like just because you've got money don't think you're better than me and yeah. she really um held her own against Brett and put him in his place a lot and I, yeah. I found that a really interesting storyline to film and also just their relationship I think he really admired her and and um 
and she really liked him regardless of money and class and all of that like as people they really um they really felt for each other so I re- so when she sort of got him involved in the campaigning and and of course it really hurt when he slept with her sister yeah. oh slept with Glo. um but yeah all of that was just great to film yeah, yeah. like because it was you know everything you want as an actor you, yeah you just that, it was just fire <laughs> like, yeah yeah there was just like putting out fires everywhere there yeah. was protests there was affairs there was fights and it was great <laughs> yeah I mean there was there was a particular bit as, as well like when you're watching and you know Mika's being bullied and then yeah. her mum dies and then her sister sleeps with her boyfriend and it all happens in such a like a quick space of time it must have been I mean, for you as a young actor as well, was it quite an intense time? Because, I mean, I don't know how many of the cast, you know, the students were also juggling, you know, schoolwork with filming and like long days filming a lot of a lot of content. Like, was it a was it quite Uh, a um, quite a lot? No, it was. No, actually, I think it was I I wasn't at school. So I I was at college, but uh, no, not by then. I'd left college by then. By series three, I'd left college. and it was just what you wanted to be as an actor. Yeah. I loved the six o'clock pickup and you were there till the end of the day. And yeah. and also I, my dad is a lighting gaffer. So I've been on oh, set okay. in my spare time. I used to go and sit on his sets. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> uh, I just loved being on set. And um, yeah, so I would go and go with my dad and watch whatever he was filming. Um, and so I loved being on set and it was yeah. intense and it was full on, but that's, just what I knew was acting you know that was what yeah. filming was and when you would and can, then you'd have like the six month break in between yeah. um when you were bored stiff and you know yeah. wanted to be desperate to go back um but no I didn't find it intense in fact if anything I've found it like it was such a good starting off point yeah like nothing's quite compared Holby when I did Holby that that intensity is com- uh, you know was brilliant yeah um but I love the intensity of it. So that was, you know, just what I expected my atmosphere to be like. Yeah. 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 And obviously, like the long days, you're there together for like a a lot of time, like all these months you're filming and, you know, several series as well. It's not just one of those like one off series and then you might never see each other again. You're you're always coming back. You're always seeing each other and having a catch up again. Did yeah. you guys get quite close and was it quite a laugh on set for these yeah. long days? Did you all find time in between to, you know, like have a bit of banter? Because you were all like really young. Like it must yeah. have been quite oh, fun. Great. Yeah, yeah, because also um, me, Adam and Chelsea had all been to drama classes together as kids. Oh, so, and loads of, the, loads of the people that came in to do episodes, um, yeah. the guest actors, they'd all come, because we were all from Manchester, we'd all been to classes yeah. in, in Manchester. Yeah. so a lot of us went to David Johnson me Chelsea and Adam were all at David Johnson and then there was another agency called MTM and they had classes um and then there was Carol Godby's workshop so loads of us had gone there we've all been in that sort of Manchester um young actors group yeah, yeah. so that was great you know like we were all and then to find us all on set it was really yeah. really you know really quite special actually yeah um so, yes, yeah, so we did get on really well. Adam and I got on really well because we'd known each other before. Yeah. And we went to college together as well, Adam and I. Oh, and I wow. used to drive him to college and he was a nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. You know, like, you, everyone knows Adam quite well. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, and he's just a diamond. Um, and when he was 17 or 16, um, he was even more a wild, annoying, <laughs> like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and tease. He would he would wind me up mad. I had this little Ford Ka, and I used to pick him and our friend Eden up. We lived in Cheadle, and then we would go to Northwich, which is about half an hour, forty five minutes, and it'd yeah. just be chaos the whole way there. We'd oh have Miranda blaring out and Adam would be like trying to like get in the back and then get back in the front and I had these pink babe on board um like cushion covers oh god it was hilarious so Adam and I knew each other as well um and yeah we all had a good time together yeah oh that's so sweet to hear and of course like like on screen as well Mika had so many important relationships you know like her boyfriend Brett that you mentioned and Tom her stepfather and Izzy her mum you know Chloe and even, you know, Steph, she got quite close to her at one point. She was quite a support, which was sweet. Yeah. What were these relationships like to, you know, explore? And what was it like to be part of the kind of like Clarkson Granger family? Because they were quite central to the show. They were yeah, yeah. the main family, really, for the first three series, at least. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they were great. Like, and also just working with Tom, uh, working with Jason and Jill, they were, um, it was, I just remember like watching them and being like, how do they do that? They were just so so natural. Because I I feel, I mean, by series three, I'd found my feet a bit more, but the first series, I was definitely acting, like doing best acting. And my brother used to say, why do you always flare your nostrils? And now (laughs) I'm older. I'm like, because I was acting. I wasn't just being on screen um whereas they were just so natural um and yeah so so and those relationships as well yeah just exploring you know that's what's great about being a regular on something that you don't just have that one episode just go in you you know it's really quick on set you don't really have time to play because you've got to you know go in make your mark get out whereas as on a on a show like that where you're a regular you you get to try new things and you know play about a bit um and it was yeah and Jill was always just just great you know you just what I realized was to just listen and watch her and it would inevitably make your performance better because you just if you just reacted to what Jill was doing you were fine (laughs) (laughs) I remember the scene in the there's a scene in um a classroom I think I'd been um kicked out of class and she comes to see me um and we have this full-on fight about you know I can't remember what we're fighting about now but it, I never when I was learning the lines expected the scene to play out like that yeah um and I think it's that she, her and Tom have been sort of neglecting Mika or she feels neglected and yeah. it's all got being bullied and yeah. and she said um you know like you're my mom you're meant to look after me or something like that and the, the scene just played out in a way I didn't expect it to and that yeah. was all Jill I just yeah. like was watching Jill and being like oh wow I'll just react to what you're doing and then yeah. it'll be more and what was it like you know when you left the show because I mean for something you've been on for so long and you have you know obviously it's a school so people can't stay there forever you know you've got people that stay on a bit longer people who leave earlier because they're they're playing an older kid you know what was that like to kind of leave when you did and still have some of your friends still on the show and you know you move on but I'm assuming you've all kind of you know, bumped into each other or stayed in contact yeah. a lot of you throughout the years. So yeah, what's what was that like? Yeah, that was really strange actually because I left at the end of series three and I, I remember them saying, you can come back and be, you know, we'd like to keep you in the community and, yeah. you know, and, and I remember thinking, and I was always like this, I've always had a sense of when I need to go. Mm. Um, and my mum and dad, it used to drive my mum and dad mad. They were like, oh, but you've got a lovely job and you love it and just stay there. 
and I just I you know I was 20 21 and I was I didn't want to just I have to have in such a brilliant third series yeah I didn't want to then just be in the community I wasn't really sure what was going to happen and and I was ready and Tom was leaving Tom Payne was leaving um and I just thought no it's probably a good time to go um and and I carried on watching it and I yeah I did because Denise and I were really good friends still are good friends and we used to live near each other so we would share a car into into work so I knew her um, and I used to look after her son Louie I used to babysit Louie oh no way um, yeah which is really funny now because he's like a superstar actor um and um yeah all of that was mad like we I would babysit for Louie and um Will and Alex and Olivia their their cousins um and Matt Healy and his they had a band so they yeah. were in like the cup they were in the um like the garage in the garden and now like that band is the 1975 and that's just mad that is like you were there at the start you were part of the formation yeah well they were called Denise used to take us to all their like gigs when they were called Drive Like I Do um so we would all go as the cast to go and watch Drive Like I Do um and then yeah, and then they would be like in the garage when we were when I was babysitting, and I didn't know at the time. Of course, I didn't know at the time, yeah. but now I'm just like mind blown that that's yeah. what they have become, and deserve to have become. Um, but yeah, why am I telling you this? So I used to see Denise a lot. I yeah. still see Denise, and I remember bumping into them on a night out um, in Manchester, and it was all the Watery Road lot. And I'd since joined the Royal, which was. Okay. Um, and a 60s show in in Leeds it was about a hospital yeah. so I I was playing a nurse in that show um and I remember Denise joking but being like oh she's left us she's gone off to the royal and and I at the time like yeah I remember just being like oh I wish I was you're not not I wish I was still there but you know oh I, I yeah. loved that they were out all the time yeah. um so yeah it was a fun group they were all people, especially people like Denise and Angela and Jill. They were yeah. all the people I'd watched gr- growing up. Yeah. So I, it was so nice to like work with them and and um, get and to get to know them socially. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Were you starstruck as well? Like when you first got on there, were you a little bit like, "This is weird"? Being a colleague as well, not just seeing yeah. people, but being a colleague. Like. Yeah. That's that's the that's the bit that you'd like take a while to get used to yeah. because at first you you're just in awe of them and you you know you don't want to you, you're a bit like that them they can obviously lead because they've got all the experience and then it, and then it, there's a point where you go okay I have to I've got to make my mark now and yeah. I've got to do I you know what I'm here to do um but yeah no I, I was a bit starstruck but also they're all so nice that it yeah. didn't feel like that never felt like that yeah yeah there was no like I mean Denise is just gorgeous she just like wraps you up and every, everywhere we would go Denise would come back with friends so anyone she ever meets would be her friend her new friend <laughs> that's just how she makes you feel so yeah. that was never a problem Jill was just lovely they were all just lovely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's such a nice show as well that kind of thing of you know, the young cast wouldn't just be playing, oh, a daughter or a son or, you know, a friend. It was always the young cast were brought to the forefront. Like they had yeah. to leave. It was their yeah. show kind of. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Set in the school. Yeah. It's nice like that. But of course, I've got to ask you a bit about your career post Waterloo Road as well, because yeah. as you mentioned, like you went on to Holby City, played Chantel for what was that? Three years were you in the show? Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
And I mean, you posted recently on Instagram, I saw, you know, like when the show came to an end, yeah. how much you loved the job and how much fun it was and you made friends for yeah. life and stuff. So I'd just like to ask you, like, what made, you know, Holby City so much fun to work on? And also, like, what made it different to Waterloo Road? You know, you know, you being a regular on both shows. Mika, you know, it was such a joy to play. It was so... um she it was so she was she had so many um storylines that were so different yeah. um and also you she was a girl growing up and i i was a girl growing up and i still was when i did holby but i just mean we were it was so relevant to play those parts as i was going through stuff as a yeah. as a teenager when it came to holby i was much more probably a bit more self assured as an actor um and and it was just such a joy to play that character. Everybody lo like loved Chantelle, all the characters that came in. I mean, she irritated loads of people, but um, <laughs> people as a as the the people that watched the show loved her. So I just got lovely. People were just lovely to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that everyone was just nice to me, which was great. Yeah. Um, and the storylines again on there were great. You know, I got I got given so many great storylines and worked with so many the actors on um on Holby were incredible because um and they'd done so much theatre I hadn't done a lot of theatre at that point and um they the casting directors for Holby used to cast in theatre as well so they had a oh, lot yeah. of um they had brought a lot of people in from theatre and yeah. did parts on the show and um, so just like the chat in between scenes was great and um yeah it was just it was just I don't know just a gift really to be to be given those parts the older you get and it is you know more challenging the older you get the parts for me I've certainly found that the parts haven't been um there's not there's been more competition for less parts mm. so actually give, being given those roles when I was younger was just it was just great to have yeah. such a broad spectrum of storylines to play yeah yeah and of course like that shift from you know a school drama to a medical drama as well did yeah, you find yeah. yourself actually, you know, picking up on stuff as you were going along? Because, like, I've always liked, you know, Casualty Holby. I've liked that. And, you know, Grey's Anatomy, that kind of medical thing. I've always been a bit into, you know, watching the operations and the stuff like yeah. that. I, I like it. And, yeah. you know, you kind of find yourself picking up on stuff. But I yeah. imagine you're there learning scripts. You're there all the time. Yeah. You must come out of it being like, oh, my God, she's yeah. tachycardic, you know? Like, yeah. I, we, I I was so ignorant really that was the, that was um evidence of me being um me personally being young and a bit ignorant um because I should have learned a hell of a lot more than I did <laughs> now I would learn so much yeah. um and like I don't have loads of medical experience but you know I've had two children so the learning about the the biology of all of that I'm so interested and whenever I went to my midwife appointments or doctor's appointments I'm always like and what does that mean and how does that happen and whereas I'd been on the show for three years I could have learned so much yeah um, but you do pick it up but also and you've got the medical advisors there to um to advise you but I'm like this on all jobs it's there while I'm there and yeah. then once I've left the job it's gone yeah. so I, although I know what words mean I, I don't know you know and you also get used to being confident with that language because you're meant to be because you're a nurse yeah um so you actually what I did was I learned the confidence rather than actually what the medical terms meant yeah yeah I've got you to be fair it must be a lot not just learning lines but trying to learn lines that a normal person couldn't even say out loud you know some of the stuff you're like yeah and I think it's um yeah it's it you're learning it's like a different language half the yeah. time if you don't know the 
the origins of that language, it's harder to understand. I mean, like medical students train for seven years at least, and they've got A level biology and all you know, chemistry and the sciences, yeah. and they they have got a hell of a lot of practice under their belts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And obviously, like you mentioned, Chantal was she was such like a bubbly character, quite quite different to Mika. Mika was really caring as well, but most of the time she was quite mardy, you know, like yeah. full of attitude. They were they were very different for you to play. Were yeah. there like particular bits of you that you brought to each character? Like, is there one you sway that you're like more like in real life? Yeah, I guess, I guess um, as well, like the time that you play parts, mm. you know, like I, I always thought I could play any part at any time, but of course you can't, you know, you, I, I personally don't think you necessarily can. Like I played Mika very well as a teenager because I was a teenager and um and I definitely, yeah, I definitely have the bubbly side to my character um, that I am uh, embellished as Chantel. Yeah. That's definitely that I I drew I drawed upon. Um, and but yeah, for Mika, I think it was just very current. You know, I, yeah. I managed to to tap into the things that I was going through as a teenager, or you know, close enough to. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, I think there's definitely within all of you know, you were complex, aren't we, as people? Yeah. So you you always find something that you can draw upon to to bring to the character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, can I ask you a bit about like what's next for you in terms of your career? You've just had a baby. So of course, yeah. like you've got her yeah. to focus on. Have yeah. you got something exciting coming up though or anything you're planning on? Yeah, well, I did I Hate Susie at Christmas, which, well, I did it last summer, but um, that came out at Christmas, um, which was just a, an absolute, pleasure to be a part of because I just admire Lucy Preble and Billy Piper so much as women filmmakers and you know TV makers um that is a series that I just loved and actually when I had my son I got an audition I got the audition whilst I was in the hospital bed saying oh wow and then as soon as we got home um I put him in the in the basket in the front room and I quickly went and did a tape and I didn't get it and I was gutted because I really wanted it and then this time round I auditioned again and I just found out I was pregnant as I was filming it so it was like a bit serendipitous to to that happen so that was so that was a, a great thing to be part of and just reminded me really how much I love drama and t you know that tv the way stories are told now you know it's the the production values are so high and the scripts are brilliant you know stories are being told in a much particularly I Hate Susie a darker honest exposing way which is exciting you know that that's on TV and for the the future I mean I had when I had my little boy I went straight back to it and I wanted to do like everything and you know I can can do everything I can work I can be mum I can do this and then Covid hit and I definitely learned this time around that it's actually all right to just be mum for a bit if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, give yourself space to do that. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, self-employed, so I, I don't work all the time. And I've said to my agents, who are great, um, I said to Brooke, you know, I'll do whatever I can do. And, and um, you know, if auditions come through and it's something I'd like to do, I'll definitely go for it. Yeah. Um, but there's not this same like I've got to do I've got to do everything because yeah. I want to prove that I can do everything I think it's such a myth for for people for parents that you can have it all yeah. it just ends up in a you know mental health problems yeah. <laughs> you know you stretching yourself yeah. um too thin 
but saying that yeah there's loads I want to do this year uh, you know I've been writing for years and I've never sort of finished off what I've been doing so yeah. there, there's a book I've been writing there's a book I've been writing like a, a novel um yeah. so there's all that what I want to finish off um yeah. and then yeah, and then the, the sort of day-to-day auditioning as an actor and seeing what yeah. comes in oh amazing Bridget. a book and a play as well you're a jack of all trades well they've not come to fruition yet <laughs> but they're definitely they're in here and they're a bit on paper so they just need to come out <laughs> <laughs> amazing and I'd like to ask you that like, I love to end each episode of my podcast by asking my guests for their own tv recommendations yeah, yeah I know intense quite tricky to pick um but I was wondering if you had anything to enter my tv heaven so yes. you know something you love binging or anything basically white lotus is brilliant it's dark it's brilliant yeah. <laughs> it's um and it deals with issues in a really like a dark but palatable way you know okay. like yeah it's really clever it's so clever yeah, yeah watch it yeah i will oh what else did we watch lately we crashed on um apple tv um okay. and that's about the we work um you know the we work places which are like um places where self-employed people can go and rent a desk oh, um, yeah. like, it's about the creator of that the man that oh, created okay. it. um that's really good Anne Hathaway and Jared Leto I think it is okay. um that's brilliant they're the two things we've watched that have been brilliant and as soon as I hang up I'll go oh why didn't I say this why didn't I say that <laughs> and a slightly tougher one to pick but have you got anything to enter my tv hell so just something you just you haven't really got into or you just don't like watching you know I don't like things I'm sorry I'm probably the only person on earth but I don't like Love Island I get that one a lot it must be an actor or someone that's been in like the industry thing because that's the majority of the answers I get it's like reality tv Love Island yeah it's quite common I'm being unfair to be honest because I've not seen it but I, I've, I've put it on because everyone's mad about it. And then I put 30 seconds of it on and I go, well, what is this? Turn it off. <laughs> but I've not stuck with it enough to really give it a fair review. But yeah. I can't get 30 seconds, I'm afraid. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Join me back here next time for more of the same and another face of Waterloo Road past. I won't spoil the surprise, but if you want to know who it is, then head to the What We're Watching Instagram page to find out.